All right, welcome to the next episode of the Work From Home Nomad Podcast. My name is Wilson and I'm your host. And today I have a really special guest. I mean, like all my guests on my podcast are special, but this guy especially. <laughs> the the truth, the legend, the Eric. Eric, how are you doing today, man? Doing good, brother. Happy <laughs> Friday. Happy Friday. Looking live from Cartagena, Colombia. Yes, sir. Uh, beautiful city, beautiful uh beautiful views from the beaches and yeah uh eric and i met earlier this week he's also a work from home nomad he's killing it in marketing uh he's traveling the world he's doing both at the same time so eric uh maybe we can start with that how do you how do you do what you do honestly man i well you know just a little like context i I got into this fairly recently i want to say 2019 okay and you know I I I didn't go to school I kind of just picked this up on my own and um, really it's just something that I enjoy doing every day Um, for the most part I feel like my work is very uh, very like you know like one stop set up and then automated yeah so it's it's very convenient for you know the lifestyle that you and I choose to live because it's um, it's very flexible it's very flexible and I feel very fortunate that you know I get to as long as I have some sort of Wi-Fi signal <laughs> be able to still continue to you know work on my income yeah um, and also like probably the most important part is continue my passion which is exploring meeting people internationally um, and yeah just really you know seeing all the seeing as many countries as I can that's absolutely that's the goal that's awesome um just for clear transparency, Eric and I are both hungover, but um, <laughs> I mean, that kind of speaks to it, right? Uh, we all went out last night, already knocked out four meetings this morning. Um, you still got to do what you got to do, right? Uh, I, I don't mean to sound like Ryan Lochte, but if you want to be a man at night, you got to be a man in the morning. And that's what it's all about, really. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, cool. And then also, I think what's really interesting is how you and I became friends. Uh, on Sunday, I had just landed from Lima. Uh, I was just so tired. I had like eight hours of travel on me. I walked across uh, to the Selena and you just approached me. You were just like, hey, do you speak English? What do you think about the Selena? Uh, I'm thinking about staying here. All it really takes is one icebreaker. You you know, you, you build a network, basically. Um, I became friends with the Brazilian guys from last night, uh, and now you're friends with them. Uh, yeah. And then we became friends with people from Peru, people from Malta. Malta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, can you tell me a little bit about, yeah, how do you make friends? Because that's a question I get all the time. Yeah. It's like when you're traveling solo, it's very counterintuitive, the idea of solo traveling. But one of my favorite parts is the social aspect exactly. of solo traveling. So can you, can you tell me a yeah, little bit more about I would, that? I would 100% agree with you, man. That's Besides, you know, seeing all these cool countries and exploring them, I, I think that is my favorite part as well, is getting to meet people yeah. from all over the world. And, yeah. you know, when, you, when it comes to, like, making friends, I mean, I just personally feel like people who are traveling, or, or at least this has been my experience so far, um, people who are traveling solo yeah um, you know who i want to say are like in proximity of the same age as us um 
they're also looking to make friends. Like, yeah. Or, you know, you're traveling solo, which is great, but you're also, you know, wanting to not be solo all the time while, right. you're, while you're in your travels. So um, I really think it's just a matter of uh, being open to conversation and being open to um, talking to people. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, for example, with you, I just, I remember I was exploring uh, <laughs> wanting to book at that hostel for that night, but I wasn't sure. Um, you know, wanted to check out the co-working, make sure it was cool. Um, and then you can never really trust, fully, fully trust reviews online. Because um, this one didn't even have the best reviews. Mm. But then in person, it's like completely different. You really have to make your own assumptions, right? But right. yeah, it was cool. I just saw you walk past and like, he looks like he speaks English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me ask him if, you know, he, he recommends it. And like you said, bro, that's all it took. Um, literally exchanged information right away and then um, it's been yeah it's been quite a time yeah i was in a hurry to uh yeah i was in a hurry to facetime my mom because i was already late yeah. but uh but yeah i was like hey just just give me your fucking or just give me your whatsapp excuse my language but uh actually it's my own podcast i can say whatever i want right dude so sorry for partying um yeah cool man um yeah, yeah for me like as an example, uh, the, the reason why I was inspired to to ask you, hey, to be on my podcast, uh, one of my friends, Flavia, shout out to Flavia, she asked the question, how do you just stay balanced all the time? Working, traveling, going out, going to the gym. Uh, I mean, for me, and then maybe we can just, I can start with my experiences and yeah. then you can, you can go on um, and explain how you do it. Yeah. For me, it kind of keeps me going. Um, and I started to realize that that's kind of my sweet spot is when I'm at home, for example, uh, I'm like chilling and, and sometimes you need to recharge, right? Like I, I like doing that. Yeah. Um, I go home, I, uh, you know, sleep on my own bed, uh, in my parents' house and it's nice to recharge. But when I'm on the road, you know, these are the things that get me going. It's like, well, if I really want to do this bar crawl tonight, I got to reward myself, but I have to get my work done. And so I think that kind of mindset just really helps me stay balanced. And then whenever I'm done with work, I can just really shut down and, and put it aside. Uh, because I think there's, I mean, look, my work, especially recently for full transparency, it's been pretty tough. Uh, I, I had a couple of 60 hour weeks and I was pretty drowned in work. Uh, and I think in, in Santiago, I was just, I, I'm, I'm not even going to go out, you know, that kind of mentality. And it, for me, I was like, dude, I, I need to pivot a little bit. I need to stop thinking like that, doing that. Um, so yeah, like work hard, play hard. Uh, I think that's what I do well. So I was like, I got to go back to that. Uh, so, um, and for me, if I don't work out, you know, consistently, if I, if I skip the gym like three days in a row, I kind of feel gross. So... I have a SmartFit uh, membership, and what's nice about SmartFit is, and this is a free advertisement, by the way, for SmartFit, so, but you guys deserve it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I signed up in Brazil, and I can use it here. And I, I pay $8 every time I go in, and for me, it's worth it. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, for me, I, I just need to, to do me and stay balanced. Uh, really work hard, play hard, and you do one thing at a time. Uh, you know, whenever I, I shut down and I go out and party, I'm not thinking about work. I don't want to think about work. Whenever I, you know, come into, whenever I wake up and come into work, 
I don't want to think about partying. You know, I want to think about work. And I think that's really helped me. So, uh, yeah, that's to, to answer your question, Flavia. Shout out to Flavia. And because it's my podcast, I'm going to give a shout out to Ciro just for the hell of it. Ciro, you're the man. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's how I stay balanced. Yeah, yeah. To piggyback off what you said, it's work hard, play hard for sure. Uh, I feel like, you know, I'm originally from, from Florida. Like, that's, you guys, I guess I can call it the home base, right? Yeah. Um, it's different. Like, the fact that we are in a, in a position to where we can work from, you know, basically anywhere, it gives us also that, that flexibility to say, okay, um, we can leave home base, we can continue to, you know, excel in our careers, continue to do what we got to do to, you know, make our money and, and be able to support ourselves financially. I really feel like, it's it's like a bigger motivation. Oh yeah. When you're getting to travel, like if you if you're into it, if you get to travel and work at the same time, for me it helps me work harder. Because if I'm home base, and I know that you know I'm just gonna get off work and I'm just gonna you know still be in my hometown, you know see all the things I've already seen. Yeah. It's it's. I'm not gonna say it's less motivating because work you know is a drive itself, but it's like such a more push when you're traveling and 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 you know it's it makes you want to work harder so you can continue to do this absolutely right like for me it's like yeah i'll go out on a tuesday night in cartagena <laughs> and you know have a crazy true story night. true story, true story. <laughs> have a crazy night but i know for a fact that you know the next day i'm gonna i'm gonna get on my stuff i'm yeah. gonna make sure that everything's taken care of so that i can repeat that process um and really it's just wanting to continue to excel while knowing that you have to you know you you have to like keep priorities in mind priorities really it's a big one yeah because if you're not you know if you're not really focused on on what you got to do in your day-to-day in your career then this will eventually stop like we're not going to be able to continue doing this forever unless we continue to grow in our careers and you know yeah do a good job every day absolutely man that's how i feel about it and uh couldn't agree more i mean i think it's one it's discipline um and then two like i just mentioned i i think the mindset is uh i'm gonna work really hard so that i can be rewarded with a very fun pub crawl tuesday night wednesday night and in yesterday's, yesterday's case, Thursday night. <laughs> uh, so back to back nights. <laughs> yeah, back to back to back to back, back nights. To back to but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's uh, I also another really important point that you just mentioned is career. Uh, for me, you know, I know a couple of work from home nomads who, you know, quit their job and, you know, they're doing temporary work or something and. For me, I, you know, it depends on the person, but I personally care very much about my career. And uh, I've been working in software, uh, SaaS delivery, software as a service delivery for five years now. And I love it. Like it, I'm really passionate about it. Like I always nerd out about, uh, you know, I I was nerding out to you like the other other night. I was showing you my, the, the API endpoints and you were yeah. probably like, dude, what is this nerd talking about? But <laughs> like, I actually really like that stuff. Um, and you know, it, it comes down to purpose, right? Uh, and I think what's really cool about this lifestyle is that, I mean, like Americans, Americans work a lot and I kind of get it. It's yeah. like, they're really driven. They, they, they have purpose. Uh, 
it gives them purpose, the, the work that they do. For me, it's the same. Like, I, I really like what I do. Um, and I definitely see myself in the next five years uh, being just really, really, really good at it um, with, with longer tenure, obviously years of experience, with repetition. You get good at stuff, right? So, uh, and I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm genuinely excited about that. And then the rated R version of me is like, well, I'm going to travel to Cartagena and party and uh, <laughs> and do some uh, questionable things, I guess. But, you know, it, it helps me stay balanced. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that's an important point that you made. And I, I love that you brought it up because yeah. uh, you don't have to sacrifice one or the other. You get the travel uh, yeah. and then you get to grow your career as well. Yeah. One thing that I just thought of was... I think discipline and drive is the fuel for our fun. Yeah, I agree. I just, couldn't agree more. Just yeah, like that. Like mm-hmm. discipline and drive is the fuel for our fun because it without it we couldn't keep doing this. Exactly. And, uh, also, I, I feel like gratitude is a big one as well. Um, the fact that you know you can wake up every day in a new country or you know a new spot that you wanted to visit, and if you have that gratitude towards what you have in your life like a stable job a, a career you not only got put into but that you enjoy yeah right because that's also a big factor for sure is, yeah it would be a lot harder to, to balance if you didn't enjoy what you had to do to maintain yourself yeah um and i feel like a lot of people underplay that where you know it's just like following the the, the money signs you know yeah um and don't get me wrong money is great but <laughs> also what is the point if you're not fulfilled? Yeah. You know, and um, I feel like also being fulfilled kind of drives that that push and like that want towards the balance that you need. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and, you know, I, I think one of the questions that I get a lot is um, how do you choose where to go? Like, why did you choose Cartagena? Uh, and like, it's... If you don't mind, I'll go first. Yeah. But <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Um, it's hard because I knew I was going to go to Buenos Aires. When I, so I, I break my journeys, um, you know, one chunk at a time throughout the year. Come back home, repeat. Yeah. Uh, I chose Buenos Aires. I knew I was going to want to go to Patagonia for the Argentinian side. Crossover to, to go to Santiago. After that, it was kind of like a free, like, I had no clue because I was talking about Nicaragua for so long and then I ended up not going to Nicaragua. I pivoted to go to Lima. Uh, I went to Mancora in northern Peru. Uh, and then I, I did imagine Cartagena as a place I would end up for my birthday, um, which is next week. Um, everybody's invited. Just let me know. <laughs> um, but I think like it's, it's not good to say, I'm going to be here exactly at this time. And then repeat, like plan out for the next three months. You kind of have to plan it out, like as you go along. Yeah. Is how I like started realizing what, how I enjoy it more. Yeah. I don't know if you feel like that too, but yeah, I, I am to an extent uh, a planner. Mm-hmm. I will say I like to have things figured out yeah. prior. But the more I've been traveling and the more I've been talking to people and hearing where they've gone and hearing their experiences, it makes me a lot more optimistic to be like an open-ended person yeah um with with how i i, I plan like now i'm, I'm kind of just going with the wind really in, in in terms of you know what i want to see and what i want to do uh 
Like, for example, I'm supposed to... Well, I know I'm leaving Cartagena tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Haven't booked a flight yet. Haven't booked a hotel <laughs> yet for my next destination, yeah. which is Bogota. Um, but I know I'll figure it out. And, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I do... I will say I... Like I said, I do like to plan. But more so now, I feel like I'm not as... I'm not as closed-minded when it comes to... Shifting plans, Shifting maybe. plans last yeah. minute. Yeah, Like, I'm super open to that. I've actually had some crazy, amazing experiences that were last minute. And yeah. ended up being some of the best times of my life. Yeah. Um, just because you, you didn't plan it as much, so you didn't know what to expect. Right, yeah. Right? I feel like that's also a very, very, like, wanderlust thing is, like, not knowing what to expect yeah. brings that much more magic to it. Yeah. Right? It, here's a nerd uh, comparison. I think that's the... Uh, the idea of ambiguity. Like, you just have to be comfortable with it. Like, I, you, you just don't know, right? Uh, and you need to talk to people, too. Like, hey, do you think Cartagena is dangerous? Or something, like, yeah. do's and don'ts. Uh, and, like, if you have a network of people who travel, you can easily just ask them. Yeah. Uh, I'm... Everybody knows me as the guy who loves Brazil, um, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, people ask me about Brazil all the time and I love giving my opinion. I love dishing out advice. Um, when you go to Rio de Janeiro, you have to go to Rio de Janeiro, but you also have to be careful there. It is, it is very dangerous in certain parts, um, even during the daytime, but you can't skip Rio because it's one of the greatest cities in the world. Uh, and so I, I think just, uh, just understanding that uh, and and being safe and being conscious, yeah. uh, you know, you can you can pivot your plans anytime you want, really, for that reason. You got to do your due diligence. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And uh, that's one thing I, I've really appreciated about, I want to say 99% of the people I've met on my travels, man, is um, everyone's just open to yeah. hanging out, to conversing, to making new friends. And it makes sense, right? If you're exploring a new country and you want to get out of your comfort zone, which yeah. is really, you know, your home base. Yeah. It also says a lot about who you are as a person and also kind of entails, okay, I want to go explore a new country. Oh, okay. I'm going to go explore and make new friends. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm going to go explore and, and, and make new connections and network and um, I just feel like it's like a general consensus. Yeah. Like I said, it's like 99%. There's always going to be that 1%. Uh, that are just <laughs> oh, I know traveling. a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, are just solo traveling and want to stick to themselves, and that's perfectly fine as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that, yeah, for me, it's been like 99% of the people I've met are just super helpful. Yeah. You know, um, super down to give you recommendations, advice, uh, to go grab a drink, yeah. to, you know, uh, make some plans with you. And, uh, that's also like another fuel factor. Absolutely. Uh, how would how would I have met so many people from all these different countries if I would have just stayed home? Exactly. I, I find it to be such a wonderful thing. It's like I'm really grateful for it. You know, it's it's cool getting to make friends in otherwise situations that I would never have been put in if Absolutely. I didn't get out of my comfort zone and decide that okay, I'm gonna as a solo man, I'm gonna go and you know do my thing and travel and yeah. not be scared and you know be open to. Not only like helping others out, but asking for help. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. I think one of the things that you just mentioned, just being grateful. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I'm in the U.S., whenever I'm in New York, I'm like, I'm just a, I'm just me. Here, I realize, you know, whenever I travel outside of the U.S., I realize how grateful I am of being a U.S. citizen. Um, you know, thinking about my parents immigrating from Taiwan. 
um, for a better future for them, for a better future for their children. So that would be me, right? Uh, I'm incredibly grateful. Uh, when it comes to things like finances, uh, you know, whenever I was in New York, I, I spend money the way I spend money. Uh, the transactions that I make, they're, they're fairly constant for me. Um, whenever I'm making the same transactions in, in say like Colombia, I'm just not spending as much. It's just only because the dollar is is the strongest currency in the world, yeah. or like at least a top three, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm just so grateful. Like I, I can't I can't express the gratitude enough how how fortunate I am. Um, and I know you have a similar story too because yeah. you're not from the U.S., right? Like or yeah. you're originally not born in the U.S. So can, yeah, can you tell was, tell was, me about your story there. Yeah, I was born in Guatemala. Okay. Um, I want to say when I was around four, I moved to the States, and it was not an easy journey for my parents. Like, I'm also full of gratitude for them and everything that they had to go through for me to be here. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, you know, I was four years old, we moved to the States, uh, literally had nothing. I mean, my mom had one friend in uh, Virginia. Did they speak English was, at the time? No. Oh, damn, no dude. English, no That's English. tough. Yeah. Uh, my mom had one friend at the mm -hmm. time. And she, you know, was in a struggle herself, so right. um, she coordinated with her boss to give us, like, the first few months, um, to give us the, her hair salon. Yeah. And that was my home for the first few months. Yeah. You know, as a four-year-old in the States. Um, and really just, you know, for me, you're a little kid, you don't you don't know this right, stuff. Right, of course, yeah. So for me, it was just a giant sleepover with my parents. Right. I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is I'm, you know, hair salon, this is fun. Yeah. But, um, you know, looking back at it now, it's like my parents started from being janitors yeah. at, at the mall. Right. To now be very successful. And, yeah. And that's just, I don't know, that's that's also a big drive for me is, is wanting to be successful. Yeah. And because um, look at all it brings, man. Like, totally. I get, to, I get to see the world. <laughs> yeah, man. I... I want to say that gratitude is like probably the biggest fuel for my my, my balance. Yeah. My 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 drive to be here. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I think gratitude is everything. Really. Well, I first of all, I appreciate you sharing that story. It is a it's a great story. Very humbling. Because um, like whenever I'm caught up on my day to day, sometimes I forget about those things. You know, like yeah. you know where where I started, where where my parents started. Uh, you always got to be appreciative of that, right? So, uh, I appreciate you saying that, and it's it's hard to to remember sometimes through through like tough days or whatnot. But you know, again, I, like you said, it's a feel, it's a it's a driver uh, to stay balanced uh, and to just do you, man. Yeah, um, cool, man. And then another question that I get a lot when I'm traveling and I'm doing these things is, uh, let's see. Have you ever had something bad happen to you okay, while you're so traveling? I, do you get that question a lot? I do. I get that question I all do. the time. <laughs> yeah. Especially because, you know, we're going to countries that unfortunately have some reputations. Yeah, the perception. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's there's the stereotypes of people who maybe aren't as familiar with travel. And, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I have, I have friends that are concerned and yeah. family as well. They're like, hey, like, have you been mugged? Have you run into sketchy situations yeah personally to answer your question for me i have been very lucky into where i haven't run into like a bad situation yeah yeah mm -hmm. right uh, i've been careful yeah i haven't you know 
been like locking myself in my room right. to avoid any dangers or anything like that. Like you can't let it fully affect your your, your travel or your your experience. But I feel like it's just a matter of always keeping an eye open. Yeah, right? and just being careful. Yeah, you really got to be careful. But thankfully for me, I haven't run into any sketchy situations yet. Yeah, in any of the third world countries that I've been to, mm-hmm. um, you see it, you hear it, but I feel like. You just got to do your due diligence and, and be cautious. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I mean, like, for example, I, I spent a year in Brazil. Nothing happened to me. Uh, and especially in Rio, I was just really careful. Uh, but then there were, there was like a three, four month stretch where I was only in very safe uh, cities and towns in Brazil. And look, there's, there's safe places and dangerous places in the U.S. too. You know, and, uh, and I think... This is actually recent news, but did you hear about the the guy who got killed in Medellin? Um, I think he was he was drugged, and then uh, he was an American. I think Asian American guy. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, the, I think he was just drugged and mugged, and then he just got killed. It was it was all over the news. This happened in Medellin like a month ago. I think those are it happens, right? Like one off cases, but at the same time, you know, like if. If something happens in Miami, does that stop you from going to Atlanta? You know, like, yeah. not really. Like, it's different places. But, yeah. you know, these things happen. Um, but you just have to be careful. Uh, you just have to know who to trust. Who to trust. Um, neighborhoods to avoid. Common sense. Common you know, sense. don't be waving your phone around at night. Don't be wearing the flashiest jewelry. Or, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, it, you put things in perspective, right? And it's is what it is um yeah man so what's next for you let's uh let's wrap this podcast episode up but definitely yeah. want to hear what's next uh for you so, and also you know if you had any closing statements i mean it's yeah, yeah, yours, yeah. yours man yeah um so in terms of you know next steps uh i'm gonna be heading back to the states for a wedding okay uh, cousins getting married i want to be there for them I, you know, yeah. I gotta hop back over for that but as soon as that's done, my plan is to continue. And uh, really, I want to go back to Guatemala. Um, highly underrated country, by the way. I, Antigua? Antigua. Antigua, yeah. Yeah. It's love on my Antigua. List. Love Lake Atitlan. So highly recommend that for any of you work from home nomads out there as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, after that, I would love to go to Peru. Um, so that's on my itinerary. Costa Rica. Yeah. And then closer to March, um, I'll be going to Europe to actually, funny enough, visit a friend that I made during my travels. Matt? Which, uh, his name is Zach. Okay, Zach, okay. But shout out to Zach. Shout out Zach. <laughs> uh, also, Matt. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, that yeah. I'm, I'm so happy and grateful that I, I want to uh, go see. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, I know. Zach was me. I've actually met a couple of Zachs. I met from London. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I met one Zach here in Cartagena in February. Yeah. Uh, I met another Zach from London in Guatemala. And I don't know. There's a lot of Zachs out there in London, I guess. For sure, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's that's my goal. I want to keep I want to keep traveling. I want to um, really, you know, kind of finalize it in Europe before I go back to home base for a while. Yeah. Um, and then for closing arguments, <laughs> not arguments, for closing statements. <laughs> this isn't, yeah, this isn't quite. <laughs> um closing statement i i feel like a lot of people who are interested in in the work from home nomad life one big misconception is that a lot of people think it's 
not doable because it's just too expensive. Yeah. Or because it's too, you know, like, oh, you gotta be making a lot of money to do this. Mm-hmm. I just wanna put it out there, that is not the case. Yeah. You can have a limited budget, you can not be making six figures and still experience this. You know, right. if you do your research, hostels cost typically anywhere from like 10 to $20 a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you put it into perspective, that's like just as much as a pretty affordable like rent in the States for yeah. a room. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, all these countries are, you know, the dollar goes a long way. Right. So yeah. um, for any of you who 